This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, October 23rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Dowling. Here's today's headlines. Dems, Lighthizer, keep talking. FDA goes after CBD claims. IG to probe climate research. And Dems put focus on RFS. Senate moves ahead on spending measures. There's a crack in the logjam over spending bills in Washington. The Senate voted 92-2 to yesterday to take up a package of fiscal 2020 bills that include measures to fund USDA, FDA, EPA, and the Interior Department. Democrats continue to hold up other spending measures over demands that the House and the Senate first reach an agreement on FY20 spending levels. Why it matters? Well, the fiscal year started October 1st, and the stopgap spending bill that is currently funding the government at FY19 levels runs out November 21st. Time is running short for a USMCA vote. House Democrats continue to say they are making progress in negotiations with the Trump administration over the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. But time is running out for a deal this year, says Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley. He said, I think it's fair to say the clock is ticking. Time is running out, and I'm going to urge Democrats of the House to move quickly. Until now, I haven't been inclined to do that, but I'm getting worried. Grassley and other ardent USMCA supporters have warned that if the pact isn't ratified this year, it will get pushed aside in the 2020 election year. What's next? Well, House Ways and Means Chairman Richard Neal, in charge of negotiating changes to USMCA, tells AgriPulse he's making progress, but there's still much to do. Neal and other House Democrats are scheduled to meet again today with U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer to discuss altering USMCA. For more on the state of play for USMCA, you can check out the AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes today. Feds crack down on CBD marketing. FDA and the Federal Trade Commission are warning a Florida company to stop making unsubstantiated health claims about CBD products. The warning comes as CBD products have been proliferating in stores throughout the country. FDA is currently working on regulations the industry has requested to provide a legal pathway to use CBD in food, beverages, and dietary supplements. Rooted Apothecary, LLC of Naples, Florida, received a warning letter from the agency's, quote, for illegally selling unapproved products containing cannabis or CBD online with unsubstantiated claims that the products treat teething pain and earaches in infants, autism, attention deficit, hyperactivity disorder, or ADHD, as well as Parkinson's and Alzheimer's disease, among other conditions or diseases, the federal agency said. The company has 15 days to respond to those allegations. USIG to probe handling of climate research. USDA's Inspector General will look into whether the department has deliberately chosen not to publicize its climate research and whether the relocation of the Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture has had an impact on climate change research. In a letter announcing the probe, Attorney General Phyllis Fong said her office goal for the report is to determine whether changes in policy and or processes impacted the publication of scientific reports, documents, and or communication of USDA's research results during fiscal years 2017 through 2019. Her agency will also 
analyze the impact of any changes in resources, staff, and staff experience levels on the publication of research results during this period, she said. Well, the background, Maine Democrat Representative Shelley Pingree, who had called for an IG investigation along with more than a dozen senators, said allocations that the Trump administration, quote, has suppressed USDA research, which could help us mitigate the impact of climate change, raise very serious concerns. The lawmakers asked for the inquiry after Politico reported in June that only two Agriculture Research Service studies related to climate change had been published since the beginning of the Trump administration, while at least 45 other climate change studies had not. Syngenta announces $2 billion climate effort. Seed and chemical giant Syngenta has announced plans to invest $2 billion toward new technologies that will help farmers deal with climate change and reduce greenhouse gas emissions. The company provided few details about the plan, but said the money will go towards developing programs with, quote, clearly differentiated benefits or breakthrough technologies. Syngenta also has undertaken a multi-year collaboration with the Nature Conservancy to identify and test new innovations in technology. Achieving conservation at scale will require bold action from the private sector, said Sally Jewell, a former Interior Secretary who now serves as the Nature Conservancy's CEO. But Syngenta CEO Eric Freiwald and his leading competitors fear that regulators around the world may not allow important new biotech crop traits to get to market. You can read more about that in this week's AgriPulse newsletter as well. House Democrats to put focus on biofuel waivers. A House subcommittee has set a hearing for next Tuesday on the Trump administration's plan to reallocate biofuel volumes for which refineries have received exemptions. The chairman of the House Energy and Commerce Committee, Frank Pallone, a Democrat of New Jersey, and the chairman of the Environment and Climate Change Subcommittee, Illinois Representative Paul Tonko, said in a statement that the Trump administration's abuse of EPA's waiver authority is undermining the RFS program and devastating the renewable fuel industry. Why it matters? House Democrats are sending a clear message they intend to keep the heat on Republicans and the White House over this issue which could be a factor in the 2020 races in the Midwest. Grassley sees flagging interest in extenders. Charles Grassley, the Senate Finance Committee chairman, says he doesn't think Democrats are as interested in passing a tax extenders package this year as they have been in the past. The lapsed tax incentives include the dollar-a-gallon biodiesel tax credit that expired at the end of 2017. Grassley told reporters, there's negotiations going on now, but there's just not the usual interest among the Democrats in the extenders and the usual bipartisan way that extenders have always been followed. The extenders package also is important to rural electric cooperatives who want to fix a provision of the 2017 tax bill that has threatened some co-ops tax-exempt status. Here's today's He Said It. Our farmers and rural communities rely on the RFS for their economic viability, and EPA's actions have done nothing but provide uncertainty and the potential for economic ruin. That House Agriculture Chairman Colin Peterson, a Democrat of Minnesota. 
Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, October 23rd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.